Hey everyone, it's Carlos. Thank you for joining the show. For you returning listeners, thank you, of course, as always. Thank you for your support. And if this is your first time listening to the Ridley Speaks podcast, I appreciate you coming in and checking me out. Hope you like it. Hope you'll return. Hope you'll subscribe. Hope you will be a continuing learner or a listener and hearing the messages that I have both on a personal level and also on a social level. Hey, the last few weeks we've been talking about some pretty serious topics. Um, last episode was ad, uh, adversity, how we deal with adversity. Prior to that, it was, you know, what is your calling? What is your passion? What would you really want to do if you, if there were no limits on you? And then other podcasts talked about in the past, specifically from like season one, you know, judgment, regrets, positivity, things like that. And today's episode is going to be more, a little bit more lighthearted. You know, there's a time for kind of the serious talk. And then there's, I think there's just as important time for some not so serious and just, just talk. And that's what this podcast is going to do. Uh, this, this episode is brought to you by Team Ridley. Yes, that is a shameless plug for uh, my company, Team Ridley. Team Ridley helps you conquer your world, whether that's through business or your personal life. Also, main, main spot here is for the Team Ridley coaching side of the biz. If you need any types of coaching, whether that's individual personal coaching or career coaching, we're here to help. Drop us a line, send us an email, we'll get with you. We want to help, we want to empower you to be great. That's teamridley.com. I'm sorry, team-ridley.com. That's team-ridley.com. Check us out. You can send us an email if you like to at info at team-ridley.com. Well, look, you can find the Really Speak podcast on several platforms, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Podbeam, Google Chromecast, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. There is no reason why you can't find me. I'm on all of the different channels. Of course, you pick, you choose which one you like the best and follow me there. And also on YouTube, look for the YouTube channel. Um... On YouTube, Ridley Speaks, just type it in, you'll find me. So, hey, without further ado, let's get to it. Thank you for joining Ridley Speaks. I am your host, of course, Carlos Ridley. Today is more of kind of an open topic, open mic. And I want it to be fun um, and just, we, we are, we have dived into 2021 and it's already, it's already February. And this year seems like it's going to really pass through really fast. And this whole season two of Really Speak podcast, Really Speaks podcast, is really about positivity. And a lot of the issues that we've talked about or spoken about or discussed over the last several, several episodes have been some things that kind of push us towards positivity. You know, we have to deal with things that come our way, negative things. And we have to try and create opportunities to make those positive actions. And so we've talked about dwelling on a negative. That kind of set the tone. I think the setting of tone was really the positivity podcast. Like this is what we're going to be talking about as a whole is positivity. We're not going to let things bog us down. We're not going to let things hold us back. We're going to try to turn those things into positive actions. And then we've spoken about um, listening you know, really listening to people and listen to what they're actually feeling and, and, and share with them and let them share with you and let them contribute to you and you vice versa. We've also talked about adversity, uh, how we deal with adversity. Do we create our own adversity? Things like that. 
And then one of probably I would say my favorite episode for season two is what is your calling? Because I, I really sense that people over time, over the years, really have a calling for certain things and they do not know how to get to it or start it or be in it or be a part of it. And just the feedback that I've gotten received from that particular episode was was so great. And it really touched my heart and it was really inspiring to me just to hear people talk about that particular episode to me. But I'm going to continue that moving forward. Uh, but I'm not going to just have myself. I'm going to bring on some guests. And I think moving forward, I'm going to have more guests on the show and specifically with the, the what is your calling? I want to hear how people have gone into different jobs or created different opportunities for themselves that they are passionate about, that now they are using that to reach other people. And so I know a lot of it will be um, things like music. Music is a great passion of a lot of people. Some go into actually being artists, some go into producing, uh, and some just go into writing, right? And so I'm gonna, gonna use that because I, I love music. Uh, for some of you that know, you know, I've been taking guitar lessons uh, for a while. Uh, I, I was a drummer from the time I was, you know, in, in grade school all through high school. Uh, and music is also a passion of mine. But there's people out there that really touch others through their music or through their their ways of, of you know, using music to, to reach other people. So I'm going to bring some some guests in here to speak to kind of that, like what what drew, drew them to music and how that, you know, they turned that around and, and use that as something that they impact people. Uh, I'll, you, I'll get some other guests in here about other things. Some some future topics I want to talk about is mental health, um, you know, how we deal with mental health as human beings, specifically the last couple of years, last year, using that as an example, plus this year. Uh, a lot of mental health issues are going out, um, are, are really being elevated uh, now, I think, more than ever. So I want to bring some people that, that on here that have been affected by, you know, maybe some tragedy in their life. and just want to use this platform to to get the word out. And uh, I think that's, that's important. But um, having said that, look, I know that some of the topics that I speak about are topics that people kind of cringe or it might be controversial or they just might not want to step out and actually look themselves in the mirror and say, Hey, am I really doing this? Am I really being this way? Am I preventing myself from being great? Am I presenting myself from doing great things or am I holding someone back based off of my views, beliefs, and just how I am? And a lot of times that's not easy to hear. And especially for myself, it's not easy to hear. Sometimes we don't even know, right? Until you really honestly sit down and take a look in the mirror. And, and I've said that a lot on these podcasts. I know you say, Carlos, you probably say, look in the mirror at least five times per show. <laughs> and I do because it's a great exercise. Uh, and it's not me here sitting, trying to be, um, you know, pointing fingers or saying that you need to do this because you're a terrible person. No, we all have issues regardless of what they are. We all have issues. We all either deal with them or we don't. We gloss over them or we brush them aside. 
Uh, and a lot of times we don't deal with them. Sometimes we deal with them later on and sometimes it's too late after we've dealt with them. So, you know, I just want to make sure that everyone, if you're listening, this is a show that you can be 100, you can be real, you can peel the layers back. If you don't repeat this to anyone else, have the, have the talk with yourself. And that's really what I'm doing is I'm having a discussion with myself about things that I have either done or been a part of. And now I'm pushing that out to everyone else because we're all going through the same type of things. And um, I just I just wanted to be, uh, this is real. This is me being 100, being real. And, you know, when I look at myself in a lot of these things, I look at myself and say, hey, you've you've actually been a hypocrite in that area. You know, you've said X, Y and Z, but you haven't really practiced it. And so how many, how many of us can actually, you know, raise our hand and admit, hey, that's us. I, I preach a good game, but then I don't practice it. And maybe not all the time. It is some of the times. Right. But it's, it's, it's great when you acknowledge that because you have a breakthrough within yourself. And then it never has that. I don't have to, to tie you down anymore. You don't have to kind of live in that entanglement of, well, I said X, Y, and Z to, to these people or this group. And I'm not even practicing myself. I'm a phony. I'm a hypocrite. Right. And then you live in that world. It's not true. It's just if you say it, live it, be it. And that's all it is. It's, it's, it's words. So, hey, I on that note, this is um, kind of a funny story um, for months and months and months, maybe a, a, maybe a year or so. My wife has been trying to get me to go to yoga. Now, I'm just going to put it out there. One hundred, you know, most guys don't want to go do yoga, right? Or Pilates, stuff like that. And I'm being real. OK, most guys like hey, that's that's a woman thing. Y'all go knock yourselves out. I don't want to do it. I'm more of this or the set that I don't want to do it because I don't look stupid. OK, and I know at my advanced age, I'm not as athletic as I used to be when I was, you know, in my 20s and in college and playing sports and things like that. I'm, I'm athletic, but I'm not as athletic as I was. How many can you raise your hands to that? And so she's been pushing me to go to go to yoga. And I'm like, I don't want to go. And I've made up every excuse you can make up. I'm tired. I don't got time. Um, I don't need it. <laughs> and it's just been so crazy. You know, it's like, I don't need the yoga. You know, I'm, 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 you know, I think of myself as being, you know, well put together. You know, I'm, I'm six two, two twenty. you know, I, I can, <laughs> I answer the bell, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but this thing about going and do these specific type of workouts and using yoga as an example, which just wasn't appealing to me and it wasn't appealing to me, not because I was, you know, I don't think I can, well, let me take that back. I don't want to look stupid trying to do stretches that I know my body is not going to do. So fast forward, I decided to say, yes, I, I would go. And there's a bigger picture here, a bigger conversation, but just stay with me, follow me. Let me, let me go into this story and I'll, on the other end, I'll tell you what the, the, the findings were for me. So I decided to go and we go and it's like an hour class, right? And she goes every week. Right. So her body is is used to it. So we get in there and it's not a lot of people. In there. There's still there's COVID protocols or you can't have a certain amount of people in there. And then we're spaced out pretty, pretty good. But I'm you know, I'm, I'm working out next to her. And the first 10 minutes of this yoga class, 
And I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going to die. I, 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 this feels like this 10 minutes feels like one of my college basketball practices, like two hours of that. That's, that's how I felt. Now that tells you what kind of shape I might be in and how my athleticism has kind of dwindled, dwindled down, uh, to very little, but I, I just thought I was going to die. And what even made it even more painful is that my wife is, you know, she's, she's trying to tell me how to do these poses. Right. And 10 minutes, I'm saying literally 10 minutes into this, I'm drenched with sweat. I'm so delirious because I'm so like about to die that I can't really hear what she's saying. So anything that she's saying, it's like being irritable to me. I can't, I can barely see. And I know she might, she might not admit this, but I know she's over there laughing her tail off that he looks like, like an idiot. He looks like he's about to die. And for some reason, I, I feel like she found some joy and pleasure in that, seeing me in pain. Um, and I just, but man, it was like, and I was, look, and it was like 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my God, I got 50 minutes left of this class. There's no way I'm going to make it. And even, I've even said that. I even said, there's no way I'm going to make it a whole hour in this class because I'm about to die now and it's 10 minutes. So anyway, we started pulling using straps to you know pull our legs, a stretch, and listen, I'm I'm gonna keep it real on here, and everybody does it. Doesn't matter who you are, no one's immune to this. But I could just feel the gas in my stomach building up. I could just feel it, and I knew it was coming. And as soon as I got one of those straps, and I start pulling, and my 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 stomach was in a certain situation, and it was just. And, and I knew that everybody heard it and I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care because I was about to die. Uh, and so once that, once that came out, it was like, you know what? I don't care. And for any of you in here that cares, this is in my mind, there's probably going to be two or three, two to three more of those. And I'm not going to care what happens because it's, it's coming. Okay. But that's the type of stress <laughs> that my body was under of pulling and stretching and doing these weird poses. And it was just, it was crazy. But look, here's, here's the point to all that. Not, not to, not to say that don't go do yoga, <laughs> not to say that your spouse or your better half or your partner um, doesn't want to see you in pain. Cause I, you know, we're human. I think that your people want to see other people in pain sometimes. So that's, that's just how it is, right? It, they, some people get a kick out of that, and I'm, I'm sure that she got a kick out of that. But here's what's, here's the most important thing to take out of this. Not that Carl's passed gas doing yoga. That That's a side note. The biggest thing here is it is something that my wife really enjoys doing, and she has asked me so many times I can't count, okay? And the fact that this time when she asked me and she, her expectation was she's going to say no, but I'm just going to ask him. He's going to say no. And I said, yes, I said, yes, I'll go. And from that point on, that meant something more than anything to her because it was something that she's passionate about that she wants to share with me one, because she just wants, she likes being around me, but two, she was like, this can really, I think this will really help you. And I had to step out of my own way of trying to be macho. I don't need it. Or I know I'm going to look like a fool. I don't want to put myself out there and look like a fool. And before any of you start saying, 
well, you sound like a fool on this podcast. So what's the, what's the point? <laughs> and that's valid. Okay. I'll take that. But I just took a step aside and said, you know what? This will make her happy. This is going to be something that makes her happy. Whether I pass out or finish the class or not, the fact that I said, yes, I'll go. The fact that I was doing it and she was just, just, it was, you could just see it in her face, even though she was laughing at me half the time. Um, which if I was someone else, I would probably be laughing too. I'm like, this guy has no business, no reason being in here because he can barely bend. And now he's farting all over the place. But I digress. The fact that I stepped aside and, and wasn't selfish to just, just say no. And I said yes. And what that meant to her was even as small as going to a class with your friend or your spouse, your better half or whatever, it just, it just empowered her. It just empowered her and it showed a side of me that she hadn't seen. And it just, it just changed a lot of things for us in our relationship. Now it, it doesn't make everything perfect, but the point I'm trying to make here is I talk a lot about using your voice, being heard, empowering yourselves, and don't be afraid. And what that and how that can impact you, but more than but more than that, how it can impact the people around you, society, and then the world. I've said that probably on every podcast. But what that did for her is it showed her a sign of, man, he's like going out of his element. He's putting himself out there. And she kept telling him, oh, it's not going to be that bad. Oh, it's not going to be that bad. But let me tell you, anyone that says it's not going to be that bad, it's probably going to be bad. But I took the challenge to say, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm probably going to look like an idiot out here with all these mirrors on every wall. I'm going to look like an idiot. But you know what? I don't care because I'd rather look like an idiot than make my wife happy and show her a part of me that she hasn't seen then not going to say, I don't want to go because I'm going to look stupid. And that's the impact that we have on people. And sometimes it's just a nice gesture. Sometimes it's, you always say no. And this one time you said yes. And it just changes the whole dynamic around people. And that's the power that we have as individuals. And when we let our brain take over, to certain things to take the easy way out or just to say no about something or not do something that somebody else wants you to do. It creates, it creates something. And sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it's positive. In this, in this example, it was a positive thing. And, and I didn't really, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I said, yes, I'll go. My initial thought was, oh, this is going to be so groundbreaking for my wife and us, and it's going to do this to our relationship and blah, blah, blah. That was not my thought. So I'm going to be the first to admit. My first thing was, okay, I'm going to go. I always say no, I'm going to go. But once it was said and done, and once they scrapped me off the floor after laying there for about 10 minutes after class, they wheelchair me back to the car. What I found for myself is, how many times... Do you say no to people? How many times do you reject an invitation, reject 
uh, a phone call or a text message, don't respond. How many times, how many times a day, how many times a week do we, do we do that? How many times do we selfishly say, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it because I don't have to do it. I'm grown. If you don't like it, kick rocks. But what if, what if someone asked you to do something, go somewhere with them, look at something with them? What if instead of no, you just said yes. And regardless of how you felt in the interim, whether you thought it was stupid or you thought that you'd be, you would look stupid. What if you just said yes? What would that mean for the people on the other side? What would that look like for you to kind of let go for that instant? Let your guard down, be vulnerable. Because for me, it was being vulnerable. You know, I don't want to look stupid. Doing all these poses and I already think they look silly anyway. And now I'm going to take silly and make it look even worse. Tough guy in here trying to stretch and he's not only does he look weird doing it, but he's also farting up the place. <laughs> oh boy. But I did. I survived. And to tell you what, here's the other thing. Here's on the flip side of that is I actually, my body actually felt good in terms of the stretching part of it because I haven't stretched like that probably since I was in college and playing sports. And there were parts of my body that have, that have ached for years uh, and those areas for for that day that night did not ache, and to to some degree, they still don't, which I'm I'm amazed at. So what that showed me is I don't always have to say no. I create opportunities of empowerment for other people when I don't say no, and on the other side, I find a benefit from what I did. And now I'm going to go again. Okay. I'm going to go again. I'm going to make sure I don't have any gas in my stomach. And so everybody's safe. But I'm going to go again because one, makes her happy. But two, my body feels good. And as I get older, I want my body to feel good. I don't want it to feel like um, just bone on bone and, and, and dust. So that's kind of what I've learned in that retrospect. <laughs> what about you? What are some things that you have adamantly denied, not want to do, didn't want to take place in, push yourself in a position to look vulnerable when it would not hurt you, would not physically hurt you or mentally hurt you? Where have you denied, let's use that word, denied an opportunity? Has someone... Uh, offered you or asked you to go to a play with them or really and really it's something someone's asked you to do or asked you to go and you don't want to go because you think it's stupid doesn't make any sense you don't care about it and you don't have to because you're a grown person and I really challenge you to start saying yes to some of those things and look, I'm not saying someone wants me to go and rob the, the grocery store. I'm not saying that. Or someone wants me to go and do some illegal act. I'm not saying that. I'm using the 
the, the context of wife wants me to go to a yoga class in that context, something that's that simple. Where in your life, and it could be today, could be right now, could have been last week where, you know, someone asked you to go somewhere, someone asked you to do something and you just flat out said no. And you always say no to the same thing. Believe me when I say it has impact on the other person. If you're always telling someone you love no all the time, it has an impact. They might not say it. You even might see it sometimes and you may brush it off. But I guarantee you it has impact in the way that you are probably being. It's probably having a negative impact on them. And with just a twist of your mouth to say, yes, it changes the dynamic. It changes. That's how much power is in our voices. By just saying yes, I changed the mindset of my wife about me always saying no about something that she wants to do or likes. She's been asking me forever to try and eat zucchini. And I don't like squash, zucchini, anything that's got wash or kini in it. I don't want, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't. It tastes, it just, it's a slimy taste. My mom used to try to make me squash when I was growing up and I would rather run out in the desert barefoot and get stickers all on my feet than eat squash. Ugh, just ugh. slimy squash, zucchini. I just, you know, but I, I tried it. I tried it for her. You know, I tried one time. Unlike, unlike yoga, I will not be eating it again, <laughs> but I, I, I tried it. I don't, I'm not going to do it again. It's just not, it's not a food that I like. We are in some very weird times right now in our country. And we should do everything possible to be a positive influence in the lives of others. We should do everything we can within ourselves to laugh, to smile, to have fun, to love, enjoy each other, and move away from lying to each other, deceiving each other, hating each other, Because it just adds stress to your life. Stress can add to diseases, etc., mental health issues. What's more important than living life to the fullest and being happy? I love being happy. I love when other people around me are happy. It's just a different vibe. If you could do one thing to make someone happy that you know and love, 
would you do it? Yes or no? If you say yes, then go do it now. There is something that someone you love wants you to do. And it's really simple. It might just be pushing a button. It could be walking out the door. It could be driving somewhere. It could be. I'm going to digress into the political jargon. Someone you love might just want you to wear a mask. Somewhere. And you you might be one of those people that I'm not going to wear a mask to this place. What would it mean for them? I don't know. It's a, It's something that I would challenge you to try. We as human beings have opportunities, opportunities to enlighten people, to empower people, to make people laugh, to make people cry, and not sad cry, but happy cry. I got a text message from a former co-worker I, I used to um, have several years ago. I won't mention her name, but if you are listening, I'm saying this for you. And she's gone through some very tough times uh, over the last several months in her life. Stuff that I just, I can't imagine. And if I told you what they were, it's just, it's very, it's just heartbreaking. But she took the time to send me a text message and I haven't spoken to her in probably four years. She took the time to tell me that she really enjoyed what I was doing on my podcast and the episode about what is your calling really, really touched her. And that just made me, it just choked me up a little bit because here's someone that's gone through some serious tragedy and they're dealing with some stuff, man. And it's, 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 it's hard. It was heartbreaking to me. But she took the time because she heard my podcast to send me a note and encourage me. And it just, it was so powerful. So if someone that is dealing with some major issues, some tragedy in their life, just took two minutes to send me a text and it just meant the world to me. So if you're listening, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And just know that I'm praying for you. Uh, 24-7, non-stop. And I appreciate the note that you sent me. That's all the time I have. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. Please find me on all the social platforms, the podcast platforms, even on my YouTube channel, Really Speaks. Subscribe. Um, share with your friends, families, coworkers. Uh, just thank you all for the support. Thank you for listening. For you new listeners, I hope you come back. And for you repeat listeners, thank you very much for your support. And like a thief in the night, I'm out. <laughs>